Hey, y'all, it's Kristen and Christine from The Takeover. We're growing and loving the engagement via social media and through our audio platforms. If you want to hear more from us, subscribe to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. That's hashtag The Takeover with Kristen and Christine. Listen, rate, and comment on Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter at The Takeover CC to join the conversation. Now let's get into the episode. You are now tuned into The Takeover with Kristen and Christine. Wow. Wow, that was like a deep sigh. Like, and Christine. <sighs> Listen, y'all. I feel like the oftentimes our tagline, like the intro, does show mood. And then, it, you know, it flows because the I was episode, trying to pipe it up, really. I was like, you are now tuned in. Pipe it up. Pipe it up. But then... We're very telling people from She's our like, faces. I know, <laughs> well, but we're very telling people from our faces to our body language to just how we move. <laughs> like this. And season, where are you? Well, what is that? What is that sigh? That deep sigh within the pronunciation of your name reflect? I'm, I'm in. I'm in the ordering of my steps. Okay. And what does that mean? Ordering of my steps literally means um i've gotten to a point where i've fully i feel like i've fully seen myself Mm -hmm. and have seen it all good bad the ugly like really taking time to like reflect on it and like giving myself the time to reflect on it and taking take in like honestly give myself time to take in how others view me and see me and feel me and feel about me in order to be like, all right, what's next? You know? What are those components of yourself? The parts that people see from you and mm-hmm. then the parts that you see for yourself. Oh, so there's this thing called Johari window. Look at it. I don't have time to like go through it all, but Johari window is key mm-hmm. here, right? Mm-hmm. Nurturer. Mm-hmm. Um lover um very stern disciplinarian at the same time tough love the tough lover i guess that would be a good way to put it um compassionate um at times like oblivious um but yet still like understanding and Mm -hmm. like very much someone about a silver lining until i can't personally see my own silver lining and others have to show it for me and so what made you come to this like reawakening or or, a renewal of self or even just not even maybe not even renewal but what made you Mm -hmm. come to this like oh this is where i am i think a lot of shout outs have to be given out then um shout outs to my job okay and this probably the first time in a long time y'all ever wow no, I growth. see. I definitely growth. see growth. growth. Natasha Rothwell Yo. in Insecure when she does the hand motion. Growth. growth. Right. Let's do it with us. One, two, three. Growth. growth. 
Insecure comes back August 12th. Um, <laughs> free promo. Free promo. <laughs> like they need us. <laughs> but um, I I don't even know if it's a was or am because I am here to... I, I'm going to say was. I was very reckless for a while. And like even now like thinking about reckless ways like just in like not caring not like not that i didn't care but like i didn't care enough at the in the moment and i think counseling students that look like me that have gone through an experience that i've gone through and having to balance counseling them and counseling myself through the counseling of them Mm -hmm. Whether feeling supported, very supported at times, and not feeling supported at times, um, has truly taught me why certain gifts that I see in myself, for example, like the nurturer and like being able to like talk through things, even when it's the most uncomfortable thing for me, um, why that's considered healing and why people need it. Mm-hmm. Like why counseling is important. Mm-hmm. And why this podcast is important like to me like it is important to me because it is a time for me to breathe that sigh you know mm-hmm. and interpreting that sigh in two ways like oh it's a sigh of like like letting it letting out all the burden but like it's a sigh of like now i get to do this you mm-hmm. know it's been a while since yeah. we've been on these mics been a long time, time. should have left, left you left yeah. you without a dope beat step two step two but right um and it's like it's a beautiful thing seeing growth in yourself Mm -hmm. like and also seeing like there's a lot more growing to do when i say like shout outs to like people like i feel like i've come to a point where i think people are telling me about myself the good bad and different and i am appreciative of it Mm -hmm. because in the in the past i'd be like what are you saying? Like, that's not me. What are you talking about? Da, 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 da. It's like, no, like, take it in, hear it, and then be like, all right, how how much of it, how much of it did you see and you just couldn't name and somebody's naming it for you? Right. And then, like, what are you going to do about it? Like, and not about what are you going to do to fix it all one day because life doesn't work like that. And, like, that's all that I'm learning from mm-hmm. the mere act of counseling. And counseling in a sense of, like, not trying to, oh, I'm counseling everyone in my life every day because that takes on a lot. But, like, knowing how to talk to people. Mm-hmm. It's funny because I had my performance review today mm-hmm. and I was shook the how whole time. It? It was good. It was it was a lot of like things that I already saw in myself and stuff that are I've already like put into action to to work on processes and mm-hmm. work on developing myself as a professional being mm-hmm. and um yeah, a lot of stuff that I already established for myself and then hearing it still even mm-hmm. after you establish what it is for yourself, mm-hmm. it's still hard. You like Ugh, oh. oh, but you right though. Um but my job has a really um amazing way of like letting you know things and being very um being very invested in your growth so even though it was like oh you right and i'm i did this wrong it's still like okay but we're going to do this together and these are the things like how do you want to move from here you know and like even asking your input on how you want to move is literally like okay you tell us what to do 
and we'll move from there. Or you mm-hmm. tell us what you want to do, and we'll create these things mm-hmm. for you. Um, so yeah, mm-hmm. if 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 I give any, if if I'd give any like nugget from that, from what you're saying about like just seeing it within yourself and me professionally actually like sitting down to me and being like, okay, here's here's what I th- rate yourself from one to four yeah. on this thing that you did, and what is the reflection and. Are we aligned? Because if you saw yourself like this, but if you saw yourself at a four, but I saw my, yourself at a two, right. then we're not aligned. But if we seen each other at the same page, like, what does that mean? So the mm-hmm. nugget that I take away from that is just like that being receptive to that type of communication yeah, and feedback. being willing to know that. Like, the only reason why people are telling you in the first place is because they are invested in your growth. Because there's For no sure. way. And like you have to believe, you have to earnestly believe that someone else is investing in your growth in order f- to tell you it. Because there's no way mm-hmm. that you would actually succeed mm-hmm. if you're sitting there assuming that it's for the worse. You know, like right. you want to get better. Oh, for sure. And which takes me back to my performance review is like in March, April, and now that's making me recall like a lot of things from there that sometimes we undervalue ourselves, mm-hmm. even too, right? So. Oh yeah, be like, oh, I'm not enough. The imposter syndrome that we was talking about before, like all the time. And then people have to tell you, like, no, you're a bomb. Yeah. And where does the and like why and even just literally that happens as well today. Like you're a bomb. Like, Kristen, you're a bomb. Like, period. So it's and then like saying like, okay, so then being that I'm bomb, how do I add to that? You know, like or how do we add to our personal selves of like growth and improvement, and then also like. In a collective, right? The word, mm-hmm. um, which took me back to insecure. We got y'all, Crying. <laughs> but it's like it's oftentimes that it's a it's a generational thing. Like, oh, when terribly people don't so. validate what you're doing, and like, then you're always like, "Damn, am I? Am I doing enough? That's am I doing well?" Like, generationally, both 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 things because it's like people not valuing what you do, and so mm-hmm. you don't even recognize. Like, you don't get that. Uh, uh, um, that instant feedback, like, wow, that was a great job that you did. I appreciate mm-hmm. that. Um, or and then also not being able to take constructive criticism. And so, I, my family, my family, <laughs> I'll speak on my personal experience. I don't think that my elders have been able to take constructive criticism without taking it so personally, at um, almost like an attack on character, as opposed mm-hmm. to like an area of growth. Oh, for sure. Like, and like even like the saying like the frequency in which you bring something up about them like i know that sometimes like it it can often come off as like complaining but it's not complaining it's like if i want you to be better i want you to grow out mm-hmm. it's out of a place of love it's like i care about you and i think that's another thing like the saying like i care about you i love you which is why i'm telling you this is like important right mm-hmm. because then you're like all right, so this person, and then feeling that, feeling it at the same time, because I genuinely want you to change. Like I see how it's, I see how it's affecting you in this way. I see from your body language that you're doing this thing, you know, which is what I'm doing with my students and like what our the our supervisor is doing with us and training us. It's like beautiful to see that passing on. You it's know, like an ecosystem, an ecosystem, and mm. it's a learning and it's an unlearning, mm. which is another thing that that side came from which i think that's literally something I'm, i have had on my computer since i started working it's like mm-hmm. a desktop um like what do you call the background photos you i need desktop. um like your wallpaper wallpaper yeah i i have this thing that says much to be done 
and undone because yeah. there's an equal maybe even more things to be undone than it mm-hmm. is to actually be done to like accomplish so right yeah that learning and unlearning is so important and what something from what you were talking about was like when you were saying um how you can apply the things that you're that you learned from your performance review i think we should all complete performance reviews just and i think that this episode will be sort of like a performance review performance <laughs> review of how we've been doing and also y'all can give us feedback too because i feel like Word. we at this point I, this is the last episode of season two that's something that we didn't say um performance review man let us know how we're doing we hear it in silos we hear it in different places but we would love to hear it from the listener so pause right now on whatever platform you are on if you're on apple podcast i need you to go write us a rating or a review Word. if you're on soundcloud pause either now or somewhere throughout make a commitment that before you finish listening to this episode write us something so that word y'all are invested Instagram, in us y'all Facebook, are the ones that we Twitter. do it for so uh, we do it for ourselves as well but um we know that people relate to us so if there's things that you want us to get better at there's things that you want to hear there's things that you want us to stop doing like let us know and we'll work around it because you know that's how you grow this is our platform like one thing is that we're not talking on this platform to talk to each other that's one thing that i heard like people are like oh my god it feels like like y'all are like in a like in a living room like talking to each other but i know y'all talking to us at the same time like we join in the conversation too so literally join the conversation um but going back to performance review um so Kristen, what things from your work performance review like the general like big things can you apply to the takeover damn this is wild personal um <laughs> so one one no 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 is, i think yeah i mean regardless because i automatically when when i walk away from performance reviews i'm always thinking about like what i need to do better as opposed to like what i did so exceptionally mm-hmm. well so i'll do both because yeah. i don't want to like you know because you should yeah i don't want to just like do something negative mm-hmm or area of growth as mm-hmm. <laughs> as they say. <laughs> so my area of growth would be um to taking take large projects and um when I cut them up, like not cut them up too small. Like give give myself a time limit and give myself a deadline. Mm-hmm. And I don't I don't enough of the, I don't do this enough. I usually like extend something so long because I have this idea, I have this vision of what it can be, right? So that's the creative that's the creative side. And then the business side is like, okay, this is due at a certain time. And because we are not in class and this is not specifically a job, right? Mm-hmm. This is something we're doing recreationally and we want to see dividends um on it. Not only monetarily, but we want to see that in like emotionally yeah. and and you know you know with with our listeners, we want you guys to to, to, to reap that it. type of benefit yeah. from it. So um, to like break up my time in um in a conscientious way, um, in order to ac- accomplish a larger task, but also give it a deadline. Be like, okay, this is when it needs to be done by. Because if it's not done by then, then I gotta move on to something else. And um, yeah, that's that's the area of growth. And then things something I do really really well. That's crazy because I don't even remember the things, and there was a, a decent amount of things <laughs> that they said I did really well. Um, they said I was very relentless. Um, I work hard and self I push determ- it. Your self determination, <laughs> Kristen, is on ten. I they say yeah, like I I, <laughs> I I keep going. Like 
no matter what. It's like I keep going. I, mm-hmm. I, I stretch things to make sure that it happens. Um, flexibility, being very mm-hmm. flexible for the needs of others. Um, and and also, like, you know, just making sure every task, every task gets done and that, you know, I, I, I play a, a decent role in making sure that, you know, everything goes off without a hitch. So follow through and seeing things to fruition so basically follow through mm-hmm. flexibility for follow through yeah and you the 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 area of growth and then the <laughs> oh the, it's the chat back quick like my active listening is on i would say and that's something that um many have told me is that my active listening has gotten a lot better and that in that moment of being able to actively listen and to hear things and to see things and to discern things, not only from what's actually being said, but what's like being said in terms of the full body, mm-hmm. I'm then able to know what it is is for my each student, my mm-hmm. family members, my friends, even when you get the resistance. So I guess I, I also have the like resiliency and relentless section of me too but it's more so about like being able to give the help nonetheless and know that it may not manifest itself in that moment but the seed was planted Mm -hmm. so still being willing to plant seeds even when i it's unsure of like when the harvest is going to come so what's one way you think you you did that or plan on doing that with the takeover oh so takeover is going into season three like period that's how i feel and one thing is like planting the seed of like thinking about just how to improve, like being able to reflect on what has been said, what has been done, what hasn't been done, um, what we expect to be done and what we've achieved and what's the things that we've dreamed about that we haven't been able to do mm-hmm. and then think and then reel it back in. Cause I'm also, a, I'm a big imaginer. I'm a, I want everything to happen at the same time all the mm-hmm. time, which is what I need to improve mm-hmm. on. I'm definitely, I still struggle with like immediacy, like hearing back feedback immediately or hearing back just the, the response that I need to then move forth on something else as if I don't have other things on right, my list right, right. to do. So in terms of the podcast, it's like there's a lot of things that go into the logistics of creating anything, creating a platform, giving birth to something, period. And so being able to, when this thing is still cooking over here, we're still, you know, Give us real examples. Give us real examples. From the podcast? Yeah. Okay. Because so, I, I think conceptually it's like, okay, but gotcha. what does it mean in real life? So like, like, for example, um, okay. And the episodes happen every other week now. Mm-hmm. Great. But in between, there's a lot of other things that have to get worked on, like... Maybe we want to do an improvement to, to, and that's another thing I need to work on, concreteness. So maybe we want to improve, or maybe we're looking further down the line to like planning something out. Mm-hmm. So the episode is going to get done regardless because that's scheduled. But this big thing needs to be now broken down. Right. So taking the time to break that down while thinking about the thing that's coming up right now, which is the episode. Um, which I think I've been able to like see some things for the, for the, for, 
um, season three um, in terms of like making sure that people know about who we are and people being able to get the word out and envisioning what that would look like. And then because this is I, I firmly believe that this is a team dream team here that now we find the actionable steps. That's something that you we've actually said to each other. And oftentimes a lot of friend groups like, you know, you know which friend is good at this, which friend is good at that, which friend is good at that. When y'all come together, it's magic, right? Mm. So like one thing you said is like, uh, Kristen is great with the planning and I'm good with like action or like carrying mm. out. Mm-hmm. And like we're both good at like seeing the vision and then like fine tuning. Right. Right, cause that's that's really what it is. Cause that's how I'm like I I maybe I overplan too. Sometimes I overplan, mm-hmm. but then with you here, it's like okay, we got a couple of things out on the plan. This is what I'm gonna put into practice. This is what I'm gonna act on right away. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I think that's something that we did really well. Mm-hmm. I w- I wouldn't even I wouldn't even consider it an area of growth because I think that it works so well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, is there? Is there things that we covered in our segments that you um, feel we should do more of? Like, what was your favorite episode this season? Why? Look at me being an interviewer still. Damn. I know. <laughs> but it's, it's great because we can ask each other questions because sometimes we're in the moment and we're vibing off each other, but we don't actually ask each other the questions, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, favorite episode. I don't want nobody to feel like I didn't like the episode because everybody was practically a guest. True, but okay. So what about what about favorite um, segment on an episode? That way, it's like you're not choosing a person, but you're just choosing like a, a talk segment that was like really amazing. Honestly and truly, it's the hearing about the people because bringing them on, so it's like their takeover segment mm-hmm. because. Just hearing from them, like... Everybody's creative journey is, like, just so, so different. different. Yeah. And, like, just hearing from just hearing from them why it is they do the things that they do without them saying it. Mm-hmm. Like, you could feel it. It, like, yeah. It radiates I think it off so of them. Tan- it permeates oh off of them. Flow does... Flow does photography. Not does. Flow, flow photographs people... Because she literally wants to capture right. experiences and emotions and feelings, and you feel it. When she said creative direction, like everybody, she was she was not lying. She said everybody can have a camera. Like now, everybody does have a camera. It, I mean, phone quality, camera quality may not be the same, but everybody right. has a camera. Yeah. But does everyone have that creative direction? Access to the flow. Absolutely not. Yeah, and no. everybody don't have creative direction. You know, like. Is that person that's like when you when you walk by you like oh can you take this picture of me and my 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 family member me and my sure. and they like okay cool okay cool and then you look at it and this shit is blurry trash you know what I'm saying but creative direction which is you see what Flo has because she like she doesn't even have to be directing the person but she's like directing that frame you know like mm-hmm. what is it in that image mm-hmm. and then and then being able to take that post production work too and mm-hmm. the editing and mm. be able to still keep it but add herself to it even after when she's whether she's in or not in the picture mm-hmm. so that's her right piff my favorite was when he music. spoke about the teacher just the, oh like and where like, it came who from influences where you? it came from i would have never imagined it 
And it's like, like I would have imagined it, but never would imagine it because I, I, I wouldn't see a teacher. Like I obviously see teachers as these like phenomenal people that just like breed greatness and breathe greatness into their students. Mm-hmm. We've had that happen to us, right? Exactly, and like also like look what we look where we work, but um, mm-hmm. but also I didn't imagine it to like that being the case you know like i i see him as like a little upstart like i see him like creating a little problems in school mm-hmm. being a little kid and but also knowing that like that same upstart behavior that aura that upstart sounds like such a bad word but i call my my little sisters yeah. that because it's like it's almost like you have so much energy, energy you know like so i could see all of that energy and like when he detailed being in that class, mm-hmm. being in that art studio, I think it was like a dance studio yeah. and everything happened is that like I could picture it in my mind. So that was like one of my favorite parts too. That one. Um, I think just hearing Kalila's story and like seeing the interwovenness of like what a potential future could look like in the media industry mm-hmm. is interesting. Like gives you perspective yeah. and like lets you see like how things outside of your control still affect you. And being able to roll with the punches. Right. She was so candid about, the like, before, failure. The first, yeah. Right. She said, but she was like, what do I do? Fail up. There's no, there's no, like, yeah. there's life after, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, there's, this is what I'm doing to make it better. This is what I'm doing to transform. And teaching it to your children. Mm-hmm. Because when I see her children, I think of my students automatically, mm-hmm. you know? And so when I see teaching them things that you know you're gonna learn this today like i'm gonna put this into you out of love and like out of care and out of concern like those are qualities that i admire in people when they take the time with their kids with other people's kids which is what she does to honestly and truly like impact make impact um who else arnell and just seeing growth like from cuba days and like who would have thought that from going to Cuba and meeting this amazing young woman to her becoming a teacher? Like, even today, I actually saw it today, and she's tutoring a, a, a young girl mm-hmm. while she's at home for break. Like, who the, yeah. Meanwhile, I mean, I'd love to be chilling in my bed on a summer break, a summer break from kids after teaching like 30 was she teaching like 60 something right. kids but that's that just shows that she was like that's a dedication ordained. yeah like that's yeah. her that's that's her destiny commitment like yeah that's what that's what was in her plan mm-hmm. you know which then reflects back to like our plans and like that's one thing that's like oh just trying to figure it out everyone's just figuring it god's out god's plan it's not my plan because i don't know what right. the hell is going on Woo. god's plan Oh, God's plan. Mm. But I think, I think being able to take an exclusive episode, um, episodes, and see a whole season to really interview people, learning the art of in- interviewing by doing it, learning by doing, um, having people be able to feel so comfortable in the space, and be after that, like letting you know, like. Yo, that felt good. Weeks later. Months later. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just knowing where to improve. Like, just knowing, like, that there's so much more. Like, if this is what it is and it's season two, like, just imagine. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Another thing is, like, optimism and then practicalities and stuff like that. 
finding the balance between all of that because this world is a scary one. Right. Every day is another right. thing that triggers you and traumatizes you and oftentimes confuses you. Yeah, you just got to be open to to what's next cuz I remember I was telling um I was telling somebody I was budgeting. I was telling them I was budgeting. Speaking of budgeting, I sat down with my budget. Wow. I have a budget. Wow. Que bueno. It looks crazy though. Yeah. What, what do you mean? Okay. Well, let me, I'll tell you about, I'll tell you about how would I, what I say in relation to what you say. <laughs> um, so I was sitting on my budget and I was like, this is what needs to get done. Budget out till November. Life is great. Right. And then I was, was like, Kristen just say budget out till November. Then I also was like, um, what if something changes, you know? And then I said, I said, but the the plan allows me to like see if this changes, then here's the domino effect for uh, up until, you know, like, so it's not so strict. You don't make it so strict where it's like, okay, down to the penny. Like, this is what needs to be spent. Mm-hmm. This is what needs to be saved. This is what needs to be invested. Mm-hmm. It's like, this is where I see the money going obviously not all the money needs to go there this is what i want to do so part of planning is like if i want to take a trip i still got to put the money somewhere like i can't you know i can't just be like i'm gonna take the trip and then i mean i don't got it like that i know some of y'all do but i don't got it like that to just be just be taking trips on a whim you know what i'm saying i gotta plan it out yeah not Um, i I. so what's that make (laughs) me think is like um with the past season being like yo we planned it out but things change and how do you deal with the change mm-hmm. and i think the flexibility is like you have to incorporate some type of flexibility mm-hmm. in that plan mm-hmm. and like not be so dead set on something like sure be passionate about it but don't be dead mm-hmm. set on it because things are subject to change mm-hmm. which also leads like with change like is like not taking things to heart right oh lord that That's one because you everybody creatives That's out me. here us creatives out here I'm sensitive sensitive about our judge okay so you're just gonna sit there and be like wow well that didn't happen and that's attack on me and we're <laughs> and like i think a year later from like having finished school and like thinking about a lot of things is like not even placing faults like mm-hmm. oh so it's this person's fault or it's that person's fault or it's my fault and or a combination of all of it and none of it at the same time is like my mother always says my mother it always happened. says like it happened it, it's done if it's meant to be it will be and sometimes mm-hmm. like sis just okay please please halt on the the you know the the maxims and the phrases like please i don't care but it's real but it's so true because it's like if you tried your best to make it happen, if you planned it out and whatever, whatever, if it's not meant to be, it's not going to happen. And if it's meant to be, it will surely fall back into your lap. So, period. Could not have said it better. <laughs> <laughs> I just, and and then it's like, we talked about this at the end of um, season one um, in one of those final episodes about like this being a release of sorts mm-hmm. and not taking that for granted because there are so many people if we and I'm I'm like tearing up cuz it's like I'm very emotional but there's so many people if we were to walk out of this building and walk up the block that don't have a place to release or find time or find ways to release that are detrimental to themselves and to others Word. 
and not taking it for granted the blessings that are bestowed upon us like each and every day outside of the podcast outside of having a job outside of having education like i got a full-time job (laughs) shout out to you (laughs) you know who you are um it's it's so amazing to just know that you have the opportunity to be because some people don't feel like they have the opportunity to be you know what i'm saying and then to take that being and put it let it manifest into other things is such a beautiful thing like Mm -hmm. Taking the lemon, the maxims, the sayings, the taking the lemonade, lemons and turning them to lemonade, like taking all that it is that has happened to you, that you have let happen to others or felt as if you let happen to others, like all of the things that make you you and being able to bring it and to, to give birth to something way out again. Like it's the, I, like the people that are listening to this podcast, like y'all i hope y'all feel the passion from both of us because it comes from a lot and it honestly and truly allows us to at least i I know for myself like it allows for me to gain perspective on myself and be so thankful because Mm -hmm. last year this time we were just about to record the first episode (laughs) not knowing our own personal standings in this world in new york city which is a whole other thing bro if i could have just like seen into the future you know people used to say that thing they'd be like um would you if you could see into the future like what would you want to know or like what would you that's one of the questions that we ask our students i'm like child i don't want to at first i'd be like i don't want to know nothing but it's such an amazing question bro now amazing question i think it is amazing question (laughs) i want to know everything i want to know the all of it i want to know when i touch down when i reach when i go in like i want to know everything that's god so (laughs) but remember someone said they were god remember anyways we could move forward (laughs) um reference um but being able to reflect and being able to have the ability to reflect and then use those reflections to create in the moment and then produce something knowing mm-hmm. that you, knowing that you can and that you will produce something in the future mhm yeah just knowing that it will happen yeah yeah yes yes <laughs> yes you're right Kristen what did New York City teach you being home because all of this is happening here but not even here because we've yo been it's a masterclass and within yo, a year New York City is a masterclass I'm master not a rapper class. though I'm not a rapper <laughs> crying it's just I've learned everything I've I've learned um I've learned a lot about myself obviously you know what's my likes and my dislikes my dislikes is New York City transportation my dislikes is rush hour so Me guess too, what sis. I don't I don't I don't do rush hour. That's just how that goes. Um oh, I'm fortunate oh, enough. Blessed. I'm fortunate how enough. How great is your God? How great <laughs> <laughs> Listen, don't make me sing. Um but yes, I'm fortunate enough to avoid rush hour at like most costs. Um and uh, I've also taken a master class in finance. There's no way you can to me. You can truly succeed in New York City without any type of understanding of finance, like, or, or at least if you if you do it, 
without knowledge of finance, then you are truly the master. You don't need the class. But, but me, I, think, I need the master class. I think that some people, when it comes to the finance thing, is they don't even name it as finance. They just, it's like a savvy, it's like a, a... But yeah, that's what it is. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a management of sorts. Right. Um, But yeah, that regardless, it, it is what it is. Like, where, where's my money going? Whether I'm going to do a certain thing at a certain time. Am I going to go out to this event? Am I going to, how much money am I going to spend on, um, on vacation? How much money am I going to spend on lunch? How much money am I going to save if I eat inside? Um... How can I, like, what is investing? Like, how are people, what's, just even the, like, makeup of New York City alone and think about neighborhoods and um, wealth disparity and um, zones and um, income taxes, uh, income, pro- income property, property tax, tax, all of that. Like, it's making me, like, so aware of it. And, and, and to me, I'm like, okay, so what, how do you get from here, you know, wherever that is in new york city to there wherever that is for like you know what are the goals and why are the goals you know so it's really to me it's been a master class in even understanding you know where i stand how i can move forward financially speaking um it's been a master class in um i say like being with myself uh which is like terribly difficult in a place like new york city where Everybody is everywhere. And on top of each other. Literally, and we all live on, on top, top of, of each other. other. <sighs> Hence, me not like in rush hour. But um, there's times where I'm like, okay, so what is the ways, what is the best way to decompress when I live with my siblings? You know, like what is the best way? Because like when I was in school, if I don't feel like being seen, I'm not going to be seen. Do you remember I'm going to go to, to dinner at so 8 o'clock. Well? I'm going to go to the library. I'm going to stay in my room on a whole weekend. Yo, nobody's going to see me. Lights off. You Lights could, out. You could, pretend. <laughs> you, you could pretend. No, that's serious. You really I, could. Pretending to be sleep, slump. Now it's like you are seen. You know? And so you have to figure out what it, what, what do you do to, to like relax, to be with yourself. And so me, it was like picking up yoga, which is like doing that on a regular basis in the morning. Or um, burning candles and turning my lights off. Incense, you know, um, stuff that we grew up doing, but you don't even realize like how it how it like affects your well being. Um, mm-hmm. uh, like, you know, changing the colors of um, my bed sheets. You know, like not dark colors, light colors. Um, mm-hmm. Opening up the blinds for sunshine mm-hmm. when the hours are right. right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then um, closing them when it's time to close right. them. Right. Yeah, exactly. Listening to certain music. You know, all of that has been, it's been a masterclass in everything. I can honestly, truly say. What about the things that you see? What you mean? Ghosts. We see a lot of things in New York City. Oh, yeah. And we also see a lot of things because we're dealing with a digital platform. We gotta see, yeah. or sometimes we choose not to see. Yeah. What about that stuff? What how, what has this experience taught you in terms of what do you take in? Like how you were talking about taking in all of these things, mental, like mentally, spiritually, physically. What about what you take in through your eyes? You can't really avoid that on. type of stuff. You can't really avoid, it. and it's it's one of the things that has always bothered me, right? Because I being in boarding school and going from this like 
community that was well manicured in terms of like the flowers like they know what flowers to put down when it's you know when the sun start hitting they know mm-hmm. um how much you know that you know they, they chop up the little um tr- like the Shrubs. bark whatever oh, it is yeah they chop it the little like, red bark it's dark yeah you yeah. know they they chop it it looks pretty you know grass is green like mm-hmm. green okay <laughs> immaculate i'm telling you well money watered. green well watered everything looks like perfect brick you can't even imagine like Brick look nothing like brick in New York City. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So going from there and then going home and like always that visual representation of like perfection, which is not truly perfection, right? The people put so much work into it and it's not even truly perfection. And then turning back and then you come into New York City and you're like, okay, this is like a completely different visual landscape. But it, that used to be a perfect. That you used like- to. Exactly. So it's it's really culture shock pretty much. Mm-hmm. But... um visually taking it all in again it's hard it is really hard because i i'm like anytime i see a like a homeless person for example not even a homeless person you know somebody asking for money Mm -hmm. um but like someone that i can tell is struggling with like mental issues i'm like yo the world forget new york city the world is so hard on people can you imagine me sitting there sometimes you know that when i don't want to talk to somebody i legitimately look at them and I do not talk to them. And they could be somebody that's legitimately talking to me, talking at me. There have been times, I know that you could name a couple of them where I'm just not in tune with wanting to talk to someone. This counseling thing and then going on these trains and like, a word. I, I have to pause sometimes and just listen. Yeah, it's, it's been something. And I have to look. Like, it's, I it's have just terrible. Look in someone's eyes. Yeah. Making eye contact. Oh, that too. Yeah. And then, like, also, like, then thinking about what's the things that they're seeing. What's the things that are influencing the way in which I view a person? What have they seen? Like, what brought them What brought them to this here? point? Right. That's the scariest thing ever. I'll tell you that. Just, just like, that's that's really what I mean. Like even when we went to Atlanta for Summit Twenty One, I was like, "There's homeless people on the street. They sleeping on the street, like, and they sleeping in in communities. You know, like I wouldn't even say like in pairs. No communities. No. It was like five, six, this seven of them. Thing, like we are you know all in this. Like struggle. You know what I'm saying? So it's, that that's been really hard to to see because like being in college and even if it's like. It's kind of like a, you know, what they call it? Like a ivory tower, yes. whatever. Sitting it's like on a hill. Yeah, because, I mean, you guarantee housing. Well, at least the schools that I've that been to. Went, yeah. Guaranteed housing. You're guaranteed safety pretty. Well, mm, mm, mm. Mm. well you you know who those people are. And honestly, the communities that I've been in, um, in terms of my personal safety, I'm not has like. Has been compromised. Right. Definitely has been compromised. But I don't think as, as um I haven't been as like con- conscious of like my own personal surroundings as I am here in New York City. Like it's another level of like mm. personal space and level of safety. Like it's a whole nother um ball game. And so yeah, I feel like it's just been really hard to to wrap my mind around that. But I I recognize that, you know, it's hard. Like some people are like one paycheck away from the streets, one paycheck away from begging people for a couple of dollars to get home. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, just recognizing where I fit into it all is really interesting, and looking at the world at large and not looking at it from the ivory tower. And how do different. you act on that? 
Yeah. With not only the looking, but the acting on it. Yeah. No, I'm asking. You asking? Okay, so I was about to ask you if you're asking. You know, how do I act on it? I don't. I I give away my money on the train. I I do. I'm one of those people. I can't help myself because I can't imagine. Because I know, like, there's times I'm like, okay, so the rent money. Okay, let's make sure that I put that aside because you want you cannot miss rent. You know what I'm saying? Like, and a lot of people are living like. I I read this on Twitter. You know I love me my little Twitter quotes, but if you are one paycheck away from getting evicted you know like you don't own your shit if you one paycheck away from paying your phone bill or like if you live in paycheck to paycheck you are the working poor you are not middle classes i don't care how much money you make you're not middle class so for me it's like i recognize how easy it is to get to where they are like that's it not take one right one conscious or unconscious decision and boom you begging for money on the trains or you like you know living in these compromised situations like rent don't come by easy and rent in new york city is very high Mm -hmm. the rent is too damn high high. Um, that man came to (laughs) (laughs) emma i remember yo i did not go to see him bro i have the pictures i'll show you please (laughs) um but yeah so it's i give away a lot of my money um i also work for a very um a very socially conscious organization where we actually we try to we we intentionally try to help those who are um of the like lowest economic standing Mm -hmm. um making sure that they and specifically schools and teachers and Mm -hmm. students making sure that they have resources in their classrooms making sure that people are invested in their well-being as well um you know obviously it's a it's it's outside of the government's um scope and budget but Mm -hmm. just thinking about what people need in the immediate Mm -hmm. you know and how you can be innovative with the things Mm -hmm. that you are requesting so um yeah it's 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 a work in progress and you can't change everything by yourself but those are the two of the things i know Mm -hmm. i've been very dedicated to yeah same here i mean it's 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 so interesting when you look when you're you're when at least for me I'm, i'm working for a company for an organization that gave me so much and to love something is to be critical of, of it and at the same day is to make a change about it. I think that's the part I'm going to add to that when I when I often say it because you have to make the change then. Ask for the change. Request for the change. Pray for it and act on it. Faith right. without works is dead. Dead. Um, <laughs> it's, it's so... When I tell you that I'm so grateful for the department that I am in, counseling... Because it's the learning and the unlearning, and mm-hmm. it is helping us all in that space to be even that much more resilient, to be even that much more caring, not only for our students, but for each other. Because in this past week, we had a potluck. We had overflowing of food. Today, we we left like laughing with each other and just like feeling very positive. We take the time now to like check in on each other and like... At one point, it's y'all. Feel, I feel like y'all been going through a significant cultural change at, at just yeah. like when people come and go in your life, yeah, that you know, sense. and that like um, when things come and go, you know, and you trying to find that mainstay, you know, um, that thing that grounds you and secures you is like we're like literally finding that in each other, and we're not taking it for granted. Um, I think that I am so happy to know that there are other individuals out here 
and a lot of them that listen to this podcast that are doing things that have wanted to make impact. And that's another thing about our guests is like every Evan has truly wanted to make an impact and are has that as a value and a non-negotiable for themselves. And I think that that's the same thing for this podcast. Like we reacquainting ourselves with New York City through music, media, and black girl magic. However, comma, we're not doing it to hear ourselves speak. Mm-hmm. Although we do with these headphones. You know what I'm saying? Like, we do it because we know that if if it's not one person today or tomorrow or by the end of this year that listens to this podcast, someone will listen to an episode in the years to come. Someone's child, our own children, someone somewhere... Because I also have to think about we're in New York City, but podcasts, we have people listening to us in so many different places, which is mm-hmm. crazy to like see it charted at times for us. And to know that s- someone took away something. Right. You know? Right. So now you say someone took away something. I know we gave everybody a lot of like... You know, we gave the performance review. We mm-hmm. gave the the places of growth, the areas of growth. We gave mm-hmm. the places um, that we've been excelling at. So um, I know one thing that that without a doubt has been like salient is the things that we are listening to music and the <sighs> things that we are reading, right? So I saw this thing. It was like, mm-hmm. you are what you listen to. You know, you are what you eat. You are what you listen to and you are what you read. So I would like to know. That's, what are you reading? Okay, okay. What are you listening to? Let's get it get into it real quick before I we leave. I haven't finished this and I'm about to finish it. Okay. Shout outs to Jasmine Ward, Sing Unburied Sing. Okay. Side note, I saw it. I saw both two books that we've both read. You were at Giovanni's Room and this uh-huh. book. Um, another black girl, magic girl that um, loves both of them, Yari Shahidi. Um, <laughs> Yara. Um, let me take out my handy dandy um, bullet journal, y'all. I am growing. Crying, I have crying. decided what it is that wow. I am going to use to order my steps. Okay, okay full circle. Um, and I have a page here that I write things. Um, I'm in love with the internet right now. I'm listening to a lot of their things. I just created a playlist for our boarding school retreat called. Um, they wanted me to call it "Just Hold On, We're Going Home." Once I finish with it, I'm gonna right. rename it. I don't know what I'm going to rename <laughs> it yet, but that'll, y'all will get that um, link real soon. And it's just like feel goods. Mm-hmm. I'm listening to a lot of Jasmine Sullivan, which is someone that we've talked about on this Love. show. Kalani, Love. I cannot get away from her. <laughs> and I think it's something not only about what their their music is their story and I love their and I've read their stories and their, and I've listened to their music. Um, I'm listening to a lot of Anthony Hamilton, Music Soul Child. Um, Nas I Can was like the whole was my walk music for all of today Um, that was my song what else am I listening to new people Ari Lennox not new to me but like new to the take to take of Ari Lennox Um, I'm listening to some really interesting people off of like SoundCloud Um, Londrell he's dope I will always go back to Piff Marty Piff Marty Piff Marty yo I just need you to make a clean version. I know how we feel about clean versions, explicit, but I need you to make a Crying. clean version so I can share you with my students. Okay. I mean, they could. There's there's a couple. There's a couple that you could play. Um, 
the motivational ones towards the end. I'm thinking, don't, don't represent I'm, four years. Four, I feel like four years is what they need to hear. But on it, it says explicit. Like, there's a legitimate line that says explicit. So, so you like, can't play explicit anything? I have. We have the 15 to 17-year-olds this weekend, so... They cuss. They do a lot I of other things. Trust I ask, but I Four have, years is what they need to hear to go on college trips? I have supervisors that have told me otherwise. Okay. But, you know, who knows? Um, I'm let's reckless. see. I'm going to tell you what, what else you, What about should, you? Um... So Piff Marty, of course. Wait, I just want to tell you what song that they should listen to. I think they should listen to Why Me. Okay. I think you they should listen to Do You Know because Do You Know I is like that. perfect for yeah. um I know a lot of these people, you know getting in touch with their feelings. Getting in touch with their feelings, feelings. and they might be getting in touch with each other's feelings, so they just oh, need to know that they need to appreciate mm-hmm. the exactly. Um and I think they should listen to um Yeah, they should definitely listen to Why Me. Four years I think is like it's mm-hmm. the perfect song for um, college students, even though it's not specifically about college, but like four years, you yeah. know, what are you doing in that span of time? What are you going to major in? Mm-hmm. Like, how is your life going to change? Like, though, that that's a or, solid. And like major in in life. Selection. Regardless of if it's period. a formal education or not. Right. Exactly. Um, podcast wise, real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Tiny Desk. I'm always going back to Tiny Desk. Sam Fuss Tiny Desk is dope. No Name is also dope. Um but podcast that I'm listening to, One Truth LA, Sarah Jakes Roberts and her husband, Torrey Roberts. I'm mm. listening to them a lot. Truth's Table is a group of women that talk about like politics, being black women, but also faith in a very nuanced way that's dope. I'm listening to a what lot. What is it called? Truth's, Truth's Truth? Table. Truth's Table. Okay. I'm listening to Joy This, Joy This, Joy That. I think that's what it's called. How you listen to everything? I do a lot of walking before my job. Bro, let me tell you, I can't... Um, <laughs> I'm never oh. in one spot, and I I love being in one spot. I think that's like a different like. I want to sit down all day, and I I'm not allowed to. I feel like sometimes I be even when I'm on the go, I cannot even listen to music because I'm like it's just I need to be in the right space. Like um, when Popcorn's album came out, mm-hmm. and Woos was like, "You didn't listen to it yet." I'm like, mm-hmm. "No," because I need to be in the right mm-hmm. frame of mind. I need to sit down. Mm-hmm. I need to like. You know, mm-hmm. decompress. I need to clear my mind because I like to take it all in. I just mm-hmm. can't listen to it. Like, the first time I listen to a song, it cannot be on the train. Like, if it's like, unless it's like a random playlist, can't nah, be on the move. Not, that's not it for me. <laughs> for me, it's, for me, it's, I think I've gotten to a point where because of, once just going back to job thing, but because I can hear, I might hear anything in the next possible moment. Right, right, and right. And I have to react to it. you like, let me just, let me fix my surroundings it's for like myself. A, it's like a, there's a switch that I've found that was always there and I'm learning how to like switch it was like my mindfulness is just like well this is what I want to do so I'm doing it mm-hmm. right now right right yeah and then I, reading audiobooks I told you I got the audiobooks on fleek mm-hmm. tools of the titan is a good one it like has like a lot of interesting people who have interesting routines and I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying, still trying to develop my routines and mm. perfect them for myself, and be able to willing to like t- critique them and fine tune them when I'm going through different seasons in my life. Um, and I'm I'm getting through autobiography of Gucci Mane. I know you got through it. I'm that was going. great. Yeah. Um, what was I thinking? Uh, wow. I. I'm blanking on what I was thinking about, but something brought me back to that book and I would have never imagined it. But mm. um, there's parts of his life that is so vivid in that book mm-hmm. that you just, you'll be blown away. Everybody gotta read it. And then the last thing, 
is I realized that because I'm so on the go and I love me a book, I guess that's the only thing I have to do when I'm sitting down. Literally, like, sitting down, I can't, like, stand up and read a book on the train. I can't do it. For real? Yeah, I can't. I like. Oh. That's like me and me. Well, not me and music, but, you know, the idea of yeah. me not being able to take in fresh new music while I'm, while I'm on the train. So, for me, I can read blogs, I can read, and I can read articles. So, I've been doing a lot of saving, like, when we were in Cuba, mm -hmm. saving a lot of articles to my notes and PDF <laughs> and just reading them. Like, just great stuff. Mm -hmm. And then, YouTube will never leave me. I try, I take cleanses Good. from YouTube in terms of, like, the things I subscribe to. I've done a big cleanse on that because there were just some things that were unnecessary. And um, <laughs> she looked at like mm, TED talks, TED talks are the way to yeah. go, and graduation speeches. I don't know about great. I haven't gotten into graduation speeches like that. It's particular but, ones. Okay, I can. You should send me those for you. Yes. Um, how about you, Madame? Um, um, I Piff Marty. Um, Piff Marty. Piff Marty. <laughs> um, I also listen to um. Relly's radio mix. I have been listening to that. So good. Yes. Um. I I believe it's Radio Rel Mixless mm -hmm. on Spotify. Shout outs to you. Bro. Um. I listen to Ari Lennox a little bit. I feel like I haven't completely gotten into her, but mm -hmm. I, I have put her on a playlist. So I got a couple of songs. Um. Georgia Smith. Um. Yes. Going back to Solange's um album. Fubu has been like she's everything. on the she's on that same playlist that I was just talking about. Oh, for real? She's on my just hold on. Okay. <laughs> um, Brent Fayaz. I don't know. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. I was like, do I pronounce his name properly? Mm. So it's a lot of. It, it, oh, this is also you are what you listen to. It's very telling of like my emotional state because I'm over See? here listening to these like Solemn. really like. Okay, let's just calm down. I'm let's surprised you haven't it. said her yet. Oh, her is a, her is a regular. Daniel C's a regular, but I say them all the time, so I figured I wouldn't. Mm -hmm. Um. And um, Popcorn. Popcorn's album is so amazing. Like, honestly, I listen to it at least once a day since it's come out. Um, and we've been begging for that dance hall, that reggae, but it's like it's a, him. Ooh, it's just a good, it's, it's like a, a feel good. perfect mix. Um, I can go into so much depth on everything that is great, but if I was to advise one song off of the album for you to listen to, it would oh it's so hard yeah because you was giving me your your okay. play your album. okay i'll give you i'll give you like four or five um <laughs> call me wine for me that's number two and yeah. three mm -hmm. superstar is very good i like as on well um high drive louis out oh yep. my god yep. that's great that's um and then i would say hmm dunrich which yes. we gave as a um we gave new that as the new music Monday. Monday. Yes. And Strong Woman. Yes. Yeah. Very great. Amazing. Phenomenal. I have another playlist. I know another playlist that's saying Talk to Me Nice. I have a But it's like. But it's Talk to Me Nice on that? <laughs> no. And I'm not putting it on it. Right. Um, but. Yeah. Strong Woman. And then like. They. Uh, that's that's gonna go on it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then um books, reading books, reading or just the Bible. Mix? Um, I actually hallelujah. have. I have a copy I, of it as well. Hallelujah. When I tell you, I had to just you know drop that and I'm in bag this morning mm -hmm. because yeah, the devil was trying me. And then my boss bought me this book for my birthday and I just got around mm -hmm. to it. Um, it is Baldwin's collected essays, so not necessarily a full book, but it's a collection of his essays, and he's phenomenal. So yeah, yeah, it's a little bit hard to get through because he's um, he's a very intelligent man. Oh yeah. Um, and also it's the 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 topics are like 
very heavy. rough, very heavy. But you know, that's what makes him intelligent. So that is all. You are what you read. You are what you listen to. We are the takeover. And you are tuning out of the, the takeover, takeover with Kristen. Kristen. And Christine, Christine. <laughs> how you not say your name and say my name? I'm done. We out.